Kenneth Madden, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. This message that you have here, uh, I don't live in this space, right? I've spoke to Jim Newman, Tony Parsons, a few of these guys. And uh, there's a deep resonance with what's being said. And that's why like, I wanted to speak to you because I sort of want to stay around it myself. It's, it's like a selfish point of view, really. Um, so explain to me and the listeners what this is. When you say this, you mean what do you mean? This the Not radical or... non-duality, yeah, the message. All right, well, first of all, there's no such thing as non-duality, so there's no really such thing as radical non-duality either. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, this it become clear maybe why I say this later on. Um, there's there's a communication that is from, is nobody's communication. It's from nothing. Uh, it's It's a clear and uncompromising suggestion that there is no separate you and there's just what appears to happen. Um, there, that is different to another communication that also falls under this heading of non-duality, which does speak to you, uh, which sounds very similar, which says there is no separate you, so on. Um, but essentially, this very clear, uncompromising message is one that, that is less common, but is one that is energetically different in that it does not speak to an individual. It's simply a sharing. It's not a teaching. It's not from, it doesn't come from a knowing. It doesn't come from somebody who knows. It's an agendaless sharing that uh, has a certain quality to it. And there you go. It, it comes under the, it comes under the umbrella of non-duality, but uh, clearly non-duality is just really another kind of religion or another kind of um, spiritual area or whatever, you know, you could call it different yeah. things. So, yeah, and that's fine. That's nothing right or wrong with that. But um, mm. See, uh, I tend to find like, I heard you say earlier, actually, I was listening to one of your interviews and you said something along the lines of, uh, every, regardless of what everybody does, it's basically just a symptom of wanting to return back to what they already are, like a, mm. the sense of wholeness, like which they haven't lost in the first place. Mm. Um, so the guy who's sitting there meditating is doing the same thing as the guy who's injecting heroin, just to a different degree. Could you like sort of expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so there's a sense of, there's a really felt sense of being separate. It's not an idea. There's a sense of feeling in the body, a contracted sense of being in the body, looking out on the world. So that's generally how people will report themselves to be, that they're, they are separate people. And so I've always said that uh, it's like there's life and then there's my life. Life. So there's me with my life. <clears throat> there's life and then there's me with my life. And I have a life. And I've been told all my life that I have a life. My parents, my family, my teachers, everybody has told me I have a life. So I have to, um, you know, work hard and focus and make something of the life I have. Um, and that's the way, that's the lived reality then. It feels very real that I am a person and I'm looking at other people. So there's this subject object reality 
that we feel we live in. We live in the real. So that's the way it appears to be. And when it is like that, there's a yearning for for wholeness. So, so the person then thinks that, OK, there's a yearning. Say if there's a recognition that there is a yearning, there's uh well, th that yearning is for whatever, it, you know, you could call it for, you know, completion, self-actualization, fulfillment, whatever. And it was it is done through all of these endeavors, um, success, power, uh, money, recognition from my peers, uh, you know, accomplishing different things, whatever. And that's fine. Again, nothing wrong or right with any of that. But what's been suggested simply is actually what you're what's actually being yearned for is not these things that uh, you think that will get you somewhere. Uh, actually, what's been yearned for is simply whatever is appearing to happen. And this is can come as quite a shock to the person. <laughs> You know, it's just it's very simple that what what's been yearned for is already the case. It's already um, sitting on a chair, looking out a window, speaking, whatever. Um, mm. So in the very same way that actually what's yearned for has never been lost. It's just already the case. But you've been lost looking for it because actually that there's nothing has ever been missing. It's that there was an addition of a, an artificial you. So it involves a loss of this artificial you, an apparent loss. So what you're saying sort of destroys the Western, the Western idea of like individual, ha the pursuit of individual happiness and all that stuff. That's yeah, it's, it's very counter um, in, intuitive to that. That communication that is, you know, li uh, uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, mm. you know, as in the American constitution of that, it's it's very in Western culture. It's that what what you're looking for has to be pursued. It can't already just be the case. And you've got to work towards it and maybe someday you'll get there. And then we in that reality, then we have stories of people who have arrived so they have arrived and you can get to where they are. So we're all kind of on this hamster wheel of kind of searching for something and sometimes feeling like we get there for a while and uh, maybe that's transitory as well. And then but continually yearning for something that is usually around the corner. It's around the next corner. It's can't it can't just simply be whatever's appearing to be. That's kind of boring to the person. It's not uh, unsatisfactory. It doesn't feel yeah, it doesn't feel like um like this, for example, there's, there's there's an energy here that wants to go and achieve something. Yeah, yeah. It would there be there's it's there's that drive to, uh, and it's it's different for every person. You know, some people have it very intensely, very very intensely, and some people much less so. Uh, some people are you know, maybe quite content, and they're not they're not that much of a. Uh, does not feel that much of a yearning um, and that's the beauty of it it is just different but uh, all the time there's a sense of feeling like a person underneath that there is some sort of yearning because mm. there's a question then there's, there's a question of what what is it that's missing 
when you feel like there's the world and there's me there's something not quite right with that whole picture and you know this first happening for the lack of a better term was that after a period of seeking or was it just a spontaneous happening well actually there's nobody that's not seeking so once you feel like a person everyone that feels like a person is seeking in one way or another but then we we kind of think of the more traditional seeker mm. that's maybe more we uh, we would think of that as more of a spiritual person maybe or someone who's seeking or maybe not just maybe not, not I mean, nowadays just spirituality but more, more experientially or you know someone who's looking for something that's usually not materialistic uh, some sort of uh, state of mind or experience or spiritual thing that they they're seeking and that's the way we think but that, then I actually really nobody who nobody's not seeking if they feel like a person it may be more pronounced in those people I just mentioned, but or they may identify more as a seeker. But once there's that sense of feeling separate, there's a there's a question and a yearning. I think it does arise. Uh, the question comes to my mind that um, if it wasn't meant to be that way, why would it? Why would it be that way as it is? Mm. You with me? Like like ninety nine point nine nine percent of people, but what you're probably suggesting here would just go completely wouldn't even consider it. Yeah, it's always a surprise, actually, to be honest. Uh, it never fails to amaze me how it can just be, it just be an openness to this. There's mm. no telling. There's absolutely no telling. Someone might just totally resonate with this. Um, but, and there's more of an openness now, but, but in general, in general, this would be very strange. What's been suggested, it would be quite strange. Yeah, it would be. It would be. There, there, there is nothing on offer to the individual, and it's the illumination that the individual is in fact a story. So, in general, that's very confronting. Um, but I suppose to go back and answer your question as regards seeking. Um, so you asked, was there seeking here? So there is a, there was a sense of feeling like a person, an individual person. So as I s explained, anyone who feels like a person is seeking in some way or another. And then there was um, there was a, a, a going to a, a meditation retreat. But the interesting thing about it was it was just on the recommendation of a friend. And it just so happened that it f I was finishing my studies. So it all just kind of came, it struck me as an interesting thing to do. So there was no expectations around it at all, nothing. And I went and then boom, I just, I wasn't there, clearly wasn't there. It was two days into it. And then it was, uh, I, I've spoke about this lots of times, but it, it was, it began to be quite obvious that there was nobody meditating. And it began to be quite obvious that nothing had actually happened. So, uh, there was a period of time in which there was quite an intense searching in the more tr traditional way of, you know, spirituality. Uh, what was it that was seen? It was undeniable and so on. Um, and then then I heard Tony Parsons in about in about. Um, let me see. When was it? You're probably talking 2007, I'd say. And then when on instantly when I heard what was being communicated, it was seen that what had appeared to happen a year previous to that 
hadn't actually happened. It wasn't a happening and nothing had happened to me. It was that that sense of me had collapsed. So that's really it in a nutshell. So nothing happens. You know, that's mm. just what I just told you. There is a story because mm. nothing actually happens. And um, I, I, I guess you could sum it up by it, it, like logically, the brain would think something happened to Kenneth because of the meditation. But then it was very clear that nothing happened and it was revealed despite anything that appeared to go to uh, despite anything that seemed to precede it. Mm. You know, so i.e. Uh, that is the meditation. So yeah, that's yeah. it's it's actually irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. But some people latch on to that then and think, well, if something happened to Kenneth when he was meditating and Kenneth always, always has always been very clear. It had nothing to do with meditation whatsoever. It was just that this was it was just it was just seen. And you could be unlucky enough to be thinking you're doing a spiritual practice. And if you are, then logically you will think that maybe the spiritual practice is what brought something about. And that would be. But what's actually been spoken of here is not logical. It's not linear. It is not causal. It is beyond knowing. So um, the knowing we have is linear, logical, causal, sequential. And what's actually been yearned for is... Um, totally beyond the mind and it's remarkably ordinary and simple and already the case <laughs> it's just what's appearing to happen mm. it's very simple it's that we're all actually what's been yearned for is just already the case and that's why it appears that's why um tony called it the open secret and that's mm. why you know other people like we 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 mm. had the book the open secret and it's the you know it's been called that's a lovely expression really because it is the open secret because it's just it's there. It, yeah. it, it's just already the case. So yeah. what what an amazing way to appear to hide. It doesn't get yeah. more fantastic than that. Let's, you know let's hide by already being everything. <laughs> yeah, that what's coming up here is like. I guess I'm, I'm my, my mind's going and, and it's trying to go. This is a coping mechanism for the suffering of life. Hmm. It feels like if this was a way of life for me, I would be trying to escape from life's issues. Hmm. So when you say that, you mean the sense of being separate is a coping mechanism or do you think that what I'm suggesting is a coping mechanism? I'm not suggesting what uh, the second thing you just said, but I don't think it is. That's what is coming up in my mind as if to say, Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So that's what's happening there. Then there's a, there's an idea there that what I've I've just suggested is just that there's some people who have a way of coping with life that they tell themselves they're not there mm. or they tell themselves there's just what's appearing to happen. That's it. Yeah. So that just that just occurred to you there. That was just an idea that occurred to you. Mm. See, the beautiful thing about this is this is not um, actually right because there is no right or wrong, actually. Mm. This is not it's not that this what's being shared here is the right way and that everyone else is on the wrong way. There is no right or wrong way. There's just what's appearing to happen. And this is just a suggestion that's been made without any kind of requirement or agenda or anything. So it's either it's either heard or it isn't. Yeah, it's that simple, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the seeming atrocities that go on around the world, mm. uh, would, you, would you suggest they're just 
it is what it is. There's, there's obviously you don't yeah, go around telling each ev- other. Everything just, yeah, everything just is what it is. Everything just is uh, a play of light. It's an appearance. In in the story of separation, everything is on a scale of good to bad or good to evil or whatever. And um, because this is the play, the dualistic play of um, the per- that the person lives in. And actually, when when you feel like a person, there being a um, meaning to what everything is happening, it's really happening. And there's a there's it's imbued with meaning. And that meaning is what draws your attention to one thing or another and is kind of helps um, knit the fabric of the story together. So it's very it's a very important part of feeling like a person is for things to have meaning. Mm. And when that sense of being a person collapses, meaning completely collapses because there's no need for meaning anymore because there's just energy. There's just what's appearing to happen, which is nothing being everything. So there's it's everything is actually just an appearance anyway. And any meaning would be just something that you would be putting on things. And that's what meaning is. It's uh, it's people imbuing uh, life events with mm. meaning mm. for for it to be significant to them or insignificant or whatever. I see that all the time at the moment in the world. It's like, oh, we've got a meaning crisis. And I'm just thinking, well, ain't that just what people believe? And it's just an opinion. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why how, how we've, we've got to some sort of a big, massive psychology around meaning when it's it just feels like we're putting it, we're doing it ourselves. makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've got all sorts of crises. Things have changed rapidly in a couple of years. Um, there's a lot going on uh, energetically, uh, and there is a a complete um, uh, how would you say? It's like a deconstruction of reality now, of what's reality. It's very postmodern. It's very um, polarized, and it's very much a huge power struggle to find a new reality um, and that's what's playing out before our eyes now and it's that's what that's the way it is so the narrative is shifting in all sorts of ways uh, all the time it's hard to keep up nobody's doing anything and nobody's doing anything yeah it's all it's all part of the story so so simply what's being shared is that there is already nobody there's no separate anything and all there is is energy and so energy is and isn't it's nothing being everything Mm. so there's the appearance of things happening and that contrasts with when you feel like a person there's you and there's the world and it's not the appearance of things happening things are real there's a living in the real it's only real so there's a thing called life and there's this other thing called death and this is the dualism and then things are really happening to me in life and it's all happening in a linear causal reality in which it moves forward into the future and there's Mm. a past behind us and that feels completely real it feels absolutely real to the person there's a really there's a real thing called time and there's a real felt lived experience of moving through time um, and that's when it's real, it's, it feels absolutely real. Like the person feels completely real. It's not an idea. It's a really felt feeling of being in the body, looking out on the world. 
And when it's when that sense of being a separate person is no longer what's it's immediately obvious to nobody that all of that was a story that nothing even happened, nothing even fell away. And so there's only what's appeared to happen. There never was separate people. There's just what's appeared to happen. And it's a complete mystery. It's it's unknowable. It's it's just <laughs> so I'm trying to my mind. I'm trying to catch my mind. It's going. So what needs to be done for this to happen? Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Like some things I often say at the start of my meetings. I I I, I nearly always say actually, um, you know, if this is a sharing, you can't go wrong or right with this. So mm. if something is there, a question is there, just say it because you can't. It can't be. A, a right or wrong question it's mm. just energy it's just what's appearing to happen and when this is shared there 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 are all sorts of questions like that and there's and there's although there's often a huge irreverence and a huge humor around this nobody's ever been laughed at either because some, someone could say the most ridiculous thing and that's fine that's just what's appearing to happen because there's nobody to even laugh at there's just you know, there's just whatever response comes. And and some people sense that very clearly. They mm. can sense that. Some people immediately sense that. They immediately mm. sense that actually they're not being seen as a an individual at all. And they're they're actually just being seen as unconditional love because they're they're just being seen as energy, which is nothing being everything. They feel this energetically and they feel this boundlessness to the communication mm. and they feel this total love. Um, and then in in that can also be the confronting aspect of that, because what feels like a person wishes to be spoken to and fed and so would w also finds that very unnerving. Mm. You know, because they, I want to be. It's like, hello, hello, hello. Sorry, I don't think you see me here. I don't. Maybe, maybe my screen's not on. Is my screen on? Sorry, can you see me? Hello, hello, I'm here. Hello, sorry, you're not acknowledging me. I just like to get a bit of, you know, acknowledge. And that's the whole energy. And then the whole thing is that they won't be acknowledged because they're not there. <laughs> So that just plays out like it plays out for that. For some, that's too much. That's just they just energetically absolutely hate this communication so much mm. and they run from it. <laughs> Others stay with it and actually they don't they they what they do is they engage with it just conceptually and they they they, they kind of know what's being said, which is another way to really um, uh, not hear what's been said is to turn it into something else and know so all sorts of things can appear to happen it's absolutely gorgeous it's a total mystery because this and this communication the first thing I saw about this one of the first things I saw was this there was no Tony Parsons there was no Tony Parsons that was so clear to me straight away and people would say Tony 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 and I would be at the meeting go you don't you, you really think there's Tony there. You think it's, you know, it was so beautiful that it was just boundless, unconditional love that was so completely impersonal and nothing to do with anybody. Mm. So that's the way that was the communication appeared to come from Kenneth and it appears to come from other characters, but they are just the character is irrelevant, totally irrelevant, mm. nothing mm. to do with anybody. And it doesn't come from a sense of no 
between. It's totally from annoying, actually. Mm. And it's it's never ceases to amaze. It's just so amazing. <laughs> so what, what you're saying completely obliterates uh, psychology, philosophy, spirituality, the whole lot. It reveals it as just simply something in the story that is observ observational about the interactions of apparently separate people and speaks to them in the story about that. It's in it's within that story of separation. It's not right or wrong or anything. It has no meaning, but um, some of it may be interesting and some of it may not be interesting. But the differentiation is that this is something that illuminates that there is no you, there is no separate you. And in that communication, in that illumination, that there, that resonance, if there's an openness to it, that contracted sense of separation can just dissipate. And it can just be that there's just what's appearing to happen. But there's no guarantees for anything. It could actually get stronger. It, the sense of a person could get stronger. So and there's no agenda for it to be heard as one way or another, because actually I can't already. There are no separate people, so there's nobody even to liberate. There's nobody to liberate from separation because the sense of separation is only a story anyway. Mm. So, yeah, that's a little bit about the. Uh, the way it goes, yeah, so so, uh, <laughs> you know, the the idea in the dream of free will, uh, f the, the, the philosophical and spiritual road to nowhere, the free will determinism debates, that sort of just collapses in on itself as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it totally collapses. And some sometimes people come to into my meetings and they want to discuss free will and, you know, say free will, da, 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 da. But like, uh, it's amazing what can come up at the meetings like uh, who has who's ever meeting it is it doesn't matter but um it's amazing like it could be that say for instance free will comes up and someone asks a question about free will and it's is there a thing called free will or is there not a thing called free will and then it's it's very clear it's very clearly illuminated that uh, well, the, the free will is simply an aspect of the artificial individual so this separate person isn't even really there so that free will sense of free will and friends of sense of agency of being the one who chooses and so on that just is also it's just an aspect of that sense of being separate so that can just uh, collapse so all of these other like what i'm saying is you could approach this from almost an infinite uh, amount of points <laughs> maybe not infinite it's a bit of an exaggeration but you can you can approach it from anywhere you know because so, for instance someone else might say well time what about time it feels real and then in mm. that uh, the response then it shows that there well time is real and unreal it's real in its appearance there's no separate thing called time and the sense of there being a separate thing called time is from the sense of there being a you so all of these things can come up but really <clears throat> they don't it's it's always coming back to the illumination that there's no separate you because this is the root of it all this is the root of all of these you know causality time space free will all of these things are simply just aspects of this sense of being a separate you so that's what it always continually comes back to and when that uh is is seen by nobody 
boom. There's just it's indescribable. Then there's just what's appearing to happen. Mm. So it's just some asshole over the road, and I go, you know, there's no separation here. Like he's a prick. I don't want to be yeah. like him. Yeah, you with me? There's like a rejection of that. Yeah, but listen, this is the thing: is that energy assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so energy assholes. And there you go. It's beautiful. Like, I mean, energy is everything, nothing being everything. So that's the scene then. It's this, the collapse of dualism is that I, you know, this nice guy who's very, he's just a really nice guy. He'd really look after you. He'd feed your dog if you went on holiday. He'd keep an eye on you, you know, he'd, and then this other guy would, would, would chuck uh, litter into your garden and piss against your gate <laughs> and he's an asshole do you know what I mean and this is the dualism we live in whereas both of those things are just energy appearing as both of those characters and that's what just is seen then by nobody is that there's just what's appearing to happen now that is completely in, that really cannot be understood by the person really because the person is that dualism the person is that you know, play of opposites of good and bad and nice yeah. and asshole and <laughs> uh, whatever, you know, and, and good and evil and all of those things. And it's mm. just it like and because the mind kind of is uh, is that play of opposites, too, and, and organizes itself around that, it's totally beyond understanding. And did you did the way you lived your life change? Um, well, you see, again, it's back to the fact that I was no longer living my life okay so the, the character of kenneth did that change um, it, some things changed immediately some things completely collapsed immediately and other things kind of slowly kind of petered out a bit but mm -hmm. then the um largely not not so much often there's not as many changes as people would expect actually some people think there's going to be everything's going to change, but not necessarily. And the other thing to say about it is Kenneth was more Kenneth then. Yeah. You know, the character Kenneth was free to be more Kenneth because there was a dampening of the character because there was this whole energy of I'm too much of one thing and I'm not enough of the other thing. Oh, why did I say that to that person? person and oh they missing they misinterpreted me and oh I think I've offended them now and oh I was a bit over the top here and oh I should have done more of this then and this is the things that people do this whole sense of kind of criticizing and and uh, and then when that all collapses then with the sense of being separate there's just uh, life kenneting mm -hmm. some people enjoy that and some people don't enjoy it at all and that's just what's appearing to happen doesn't matter What's coming there's up? There's nobody that, that, in there what, anymore. Yeah, what's coming up is that that's uh, it's like you're uh, in alignment with nature. I'm trying to grasp it in my mind again, and it's just like nature playing out. That's what comes to me. Yeah, um, it's 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 to be to be honest, it's not anything that's imaginable. Like mm. what's being suggested about let's call it liberation for just to call it something yeah. liberation let's say would be just that there's just what's appearing to happen and that there's nobody it's happening to that's not actually describable nobody can ever describe that to you and you can't ever understand it 
because if you understand it, you've really just made a concept out of it or something. Mm -hmm. And now when I say that, it sounds like it's just, oh, it's just so unimaginable and fireworky (laughs) and just esoteric and uh, and amazing that it just cannot be understood. It's not like that either. It's just so ordinary and obvious. (laughs) It's just so immediately just this. It's so immediately just it's over by the time I try and describe it. Like if I try to describe to you now what it feels like sitting on this chair and what and the, the, what's been seen and the microphone and the sound and everything, a load of words would come out, but they just boom. Then they're just uh, they're just words. Then they're not sitting on the chair. And, mm. you know, so it's in that very same way that it's indescribable. And mm. all, 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 people already it's completely already known what's being shared, actually. That's the amazing thing also. That's why sometimes it's immediately, immediately just bam. Because pe- it's already known already because you are already that. Mm. You are already just energy. So it, it, when there's it just it can just be bum. Oh, of course. Of course, there's just this. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no yeah. way of telling. I think it's too, you know, I'm sitting here thinking it's too simple. Oh, it's way too simple. That's exactly the problem. It's mm. way too simple for the person. The person wants complex and difficult and hard to get to. That's what the person wants. Because if you think about it, complex and difficult and hard to get to feed my sense that I can progressively, true progressive endeavor, I can get there. You know, so that's the whole energy that I'm a separate person, that there's something to get to, there's somewhere to get to. So it has to be, that's what the person wants. It doesn't want just boring sitting on a chair and the wind is stirring the leaves and the sun is kind of fading. Mm. Uh, The light is fading. I mean, what's that? That's boring. What what do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean the light's fading? Yeah, it's well, it's. It's five to ten. So what? The light's fading. That's what happens at this time of year. So you're mm. sitting on a chair like there's that sec. You see, everything is kind of second hand to the person. There's a second hand kind of sense to it because the person is f- continually living in its own knowing and familiarizing the present by knowing it. And so the newness is never the newness is never seen. It's, it's impossible. It can't be seen by the person. So there's a kind of staleness to everything then. And the staleness comes through knowing it because the staleness comes through. Well, I know I'm sitting on a seat. I know what sitting on a seat feels like. I've been doing it. I've been sitting on my fat arse for 40 <laughs> something years. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and then nothing is actually seen as it actually is. Because there's an intermediary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't got anything to ask you, man. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> That's uh, okay. That's okay. It's just whatever comes <clears throat> up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. When I spoke to Jim Newman, I said to him, like, I'm sort of not dreading the conversation, but it was like, uh, I'm fairly sure I'm not going to have any idea <clears throat> what to ask you as the conversation's going through. But uh, it worked out well. It's, it's similar to this, man. There's sort of a resonance within me, and I can feel it. And it's it's yeah. sort of it feels like it's bubbling. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. You know, that's it. There's a resonance, and there's a there's a yeah, there's a resonance with what's been said. And the incredible thing is that you're not asking anything anyway. 
So even if you thought you had a load of questions, that would just be a story. There's just what's appearing to happen. That's all. There's no you speaking. There's no me speaking. There's just speaking. There's just whatever appears to happen. Okay, we'll leave it there then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's lovely. It was really lovely speaking to you, Alex. Thanks. Yeah, Kenneth, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I know it's late and uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. Where are you in England? Let me stop recording.